name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Fellow redeemed, on this day, the feast of the Most Holy Trinity, the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, would have you consider the blessed gift that he's given to you in the waters of holy baptism. And he does so by way of the gospel for this day. Here we see that a Pharisee named Nicodemus is compelled to speak with Jesus. He's likely heard Jesus' sermons and seen many of his signs. And yet, with Jewish hostility already beginning against Jesus, Nicodemus couldn't risk getting caught. As a Pharisee himself and a member of the Sanhedrin, well, he could face a number of consequences. He could be ejected from the council. He could be exiled from the city. He could be stripped of all of his property. And so it is that Nicodemus decides to go to Jesus at night under the cover of darkness. And having found Jesus, Nicodemus is anything but hostile toward him. He says, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one could do these signs which you do unless God were with him. Here, Nicodemus compliments Jesus. He calls him teacher, rabbi. He says that God is with him, an indication that God is aiding Jesus in his work. And yet the cover of darkness in which Nicodemus goes to Jesus is more than a reference to the time of day. It's a picture of the spiritual darkness in which Nicodemus walked. Now, Nicodemus was spiritually blind. And getting right to the point, Jesus doesn't allow Nicodemus to ask a single question. Jesus says to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. As true God, Jesus knows all people. He knows what's in man. He knows that Nicodemus is a man who believes his place in the kingdom of God is secure because he's a son of Abraham. He's born and circumcised into God's covenant people. Jesus sees Nicodemus as a man whose expectations for the Messiah are an error, are wrong. A man who's in need of a birth from above. Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now with these words, Jesus is speaking of that blessed gift of holy baptism. That gift that clothes you with Christ's righteousness. Jesus is speaking of holy baptism that saves you through the washing of rebirth, renewal by the Holy Spirit, as St. Paul writes. 
He's speaking of that blessed gift that ushers you into God's kingdom. And it's through these baptismal waters that you're born from above. Now, Nicodemus' confusion is understandable. Not only is he not born from above, but everything that Jesus is saying runs counter to what Nicodemus believes in regards to salvation. Wrong is the understanding that God's law can be kept perfectly. Wrong is his understanding that people like Nicodemus can obtain salvation simply because they're a descendant of Abraham. What Jesus is saying can only be revealed through the person and work of the Holy Spirit who blows where he wishes. Only the Holy Spirit can cause a person to be born anew, to have inwardly a new heart, mind, and natural desire. Human reason can't comprehend the fact that salvation can't be achieved by keeping the law of God. You must be born from above. And for many of us, we can point to that exact date when we were born anew. January 1st, July 6th, August 20th, December 24th, I'm referring to baptismal birthdays. Do you know yours? When were you born from above through water and the Spirit? This is a wonderful gift from the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it shouldn't be rejoiced in just one time in your lives or one time a year, but in fact it should be rejoiced in every single day of your life. However, just as you're born from above, Scripture reveals that you also live in the flesh. Jesus says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. It means we're simultaneously saint and sinner. Born from above and born of the flesh. And because of the flesh, it's easy to make light of being born anew. You make light of being born anew when you believe that it gives you license to sin or to take sin lightly instead of realizing that through the cares and riches of the world, you can fall away from Christ through unrepentant sin. Make light of being born from above when you start to trust in your own good works. Instead of listening to the word of God that reveals that he counts righteousness apart from works. Make light of being born from above when you view your baptism as a one-time event, a thing of the past. Instead of daily drowning that old Adam through all of his sins, through contrition and repentance, in order that the new man may be brought to newness of life. Oh, redeemed, repent of your sin and the sin it causes, for they're real. Your daily battle against the flesh is real. The threats of the law and the wrath it brings are not idle, but are, in fact, real. 
Repent and turn to the promise given in those baptismal waters where you were born of water and the Spirit. For the promises given there are sure and certain and true. The Holy Trinity remembers the covenant that He made with you at your baptism. Now Nicodemus didn't understand the first must, that is, you must be born again, even though the prophets that Nicodemus claimed he knew bore witness to these things. And so it is that Jesus proceeds to the second must, a must that we heard a couple weeks ago, and yet it still bears repeating. Jesus says, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in Him may have eternal life. Now as a teacher of Israel, Nicodemus would have known of this Old Testament event. It's that event where God sent poisonous snakes to help His people realize their lives were crawling with sin. And guess what? It worked. As they came to Moses confessing their sin, they say, We sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. How redeemed being born from above through water and the Spirit has its source in the one who is the Son of Man. And is the Son of God. It's Jesus. The one who descended from the Father did so that he may be lifted up on the tree of the cross. And yet the Son of God didn't take on the form of a bronze serpent. No. He took on the form of a man. He had human flesh and blood. Flesh and blood that could keep the commandments perfectly for you. And not only that, he suffered the Father's just punishment for your sins on the cross. While the triune God in love gave physical life to those Israelites who looked on the bronze serpent, the triune God in love gives eternal life to you through the one who was lifted up on the cross. It's in this way that God loved the world, that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Now our text leaves us with the question, whatever happens to Nicodemus? Does he finally understand what Jesus is saying? Is he ever born from above? Well, St. John doesn't let us forget him. Two more times we hear of Nicodemus. The first is Nicodemus defends Jesus in front of the officers and the chief priests and the Pharisees. And that's found in John chapter 7. And then finally at the end of his book. Nicodemus, along with Joseph of Arimathea, helped bury the body of Jesus after his crucifixion and death. Beginning with Jesus' sermons, 
and his signs. The Holy Spirit continued to work on Nicodemus until he was born from above. And thanks be to the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, whom we celebrate this day, that he has caused you to be born again. Through water and the Spirit, you've been given a birth from above, through Christ who was lifted up on the cross for you. Through water and the Spirit, the triune God marked you as his own. You've been marked as a beloved child as he baptized you in his name. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And there, in this blessed flood, God became your Father. Christ became your brother. The Holy Spirit became your comforter. He preserves you in Christ. From all adversities that may happen to your body. And also from all the evil thoughts that may assault your soul. God preserves you until that day where you'll be joined with all the saints who have been born from above and now dwell with the triune God above. God be praised. Amen. Blessed be the Holy Trinity and the united, undivided unity. Let us give glory to him because he has shown his mercy to us. Amen.